This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Farm Journal's Trusting Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler says the agency will make decisions on pending small refinery exemptions within the next month. According to media reports, Wheeler offered that timeline to media during a visit to a Pennsylvania oil refinery today. Small refiners have threatened a lawsuit over the process of ruling on the waivers for the 2018 Renewable Fuel Standard compliance year. Ethanol plants are none too pleased with the waivers either. They say the SREs undercut demand for their fuels because the waived compliance is not reallocated to other facilities. Trade talks with Japan are coming at a critical time for U.S. pork. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer plans to meet with Japanese trade officials in Washington later this week. AgriPulse's Bill Thompson reports a Japanese delegation is coming to D.C. for talks set to begin Thursday. Wisconsin Pork Producer and National Pork Producers Council President-elect A.V. Roth wants Lighthizer to reach a deal with Japan soon as market share is fading. Japan, they are very loyal customers. Price does matter. They're extremely loyal customers. And once you lose them, it's very hard to get them back. And these are people that we have spent 30 years working with. They're probably one of the reasons that pork does so well here in the U.S. as exports is because they helped us figure out how to export our pork. Roth says competitors continue to get tariffs removed through the Trans-Pacific Partnership, Since 2017, the U.S. has held 35% market share of total pork and pork variety meat imports in Japan, followed by the European Union, Canada, and Mexico. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Senator Elizabeth Warren is out with a trade policy white paper that would change the way tariffs are used in trade talks and require public disclosure of trade agreement negotiating text. Her policy paper also calls for a set of preconditions for a country to negotiate a new trade deal, such as labor and human rights commitments. As for agriculture, Warren says her trade policy would seek to negotiate prices for goods, break up monopolies in grain trading and meatpacking, and reinstate country of origin labeling rules in the U.S. Warren and other Democrats are in Detroit this week for another round of presidential primary debates. Stay tuned to the AgriPulse Twitter feed for live updates on ag and food policy relevant content from the debates. Speaking of trade, the House began its August recess without considering the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, and ag groups hope it will be top of the agenda when they return to Washington in September. Kent Backus is a trade lobbyist for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. He says failing to do so could push consideration into the election year. We're looking at at earliest probably a mid-September, October time frame before the process will even start. Once that process begins, Congress will have 90 work days, 90 congressional days, not calendar days, to actually get this trade agreement over the line. So there's still a lot of pressure now to, to get Congress to actually move because this could potentially push a vote into early next year, which is something we want to avoid. Backus says addressing USMCA would also clear the way for other trade debates. So that we can move forward with other other major trade agreements like Japan and some of the other countries. But we're not going to be able to do that until USMCA is passed, until it moves forward. We've got to get the ball rolling on this. We've got to get this moving. It's got to start in the House. It's got to move to the Senate. But we have to start this in September when they get back. A handful of ag groups are calling on the Senate to quickly confirm Mindy Brashears as USDA's food safety undersecretary. 
Brashears was originally nominated last year and renominated earlier this year. Hers was one of three nominations submitted for consideration at the same time, a batch that also included Scott Hutchins to be USDA's Undersecretary for Research, Education, and Economics, and Naomi Earp to be USDA's Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights. Holds have been placed on the other two nominations, but no such restriction has been placed on Brashears. Finally today, the top Republican on the House Natural Resources Committee will not run for re-election. Utah Republican Rob Bishop had previously announced this term would be his last in Congress, but was publicly rethinking that stance in recent weeks. Bishop chaired the committee before the 2018 midterm elections gave majority control to Democrats and committee chairmanship to Arizona's Raul Grijalva. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. The conservation seed has been planted, and America's conservation ag movement is growing by the day. Do your part. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food and the rest of the movement today. Find out how at trustinfood.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.